0: Well, hey, y'all, welcome to this week's episode of the College and Career Podcast. I'm your host, Carson Hall, the College and Career Pastor here at Maysville Baptist Church, and we're so glad that you decided to tune in today and join us in the study of Scripture together. Together, we are going to be today back in our study of biblical wisdom through the Proverbs. Today we're going to be in Proverbs chapter 3. I hope everybody is having a good week so far, and I hope that God is showing you some amazing things through His Word this week. So, just to thank you all again for being here. And I pray that anybody who is going through finals, or who has already gone through finals in college, Everything went well. And now that summer is upon us, you can finally get a chance to relax a little bit. So, just some food for thought to think about through this. I'm sure a lot of us here have been fishing before. I know that's one of my personal favorite pastimes. I love to go trout fishing or Anything with fins really kind of piques my interest. But we're looking at this in the reference of a guided trip. So if you've been on a guided trip, what does a guide do? Just think about that. Typically, a fishing guide, when you're on this trip, will, one, show you where the fish are, take you to where the fish are, Most of the time they'll rig up your rod and the line with everything you need just to get you to the point of catching the fish. But that's the tricky part because even on a guided fishing trip, the actual catching of the fish still depends on you. Many a time I've seen people go on a guided trip and they may not catch but one fish, two fish. The God's job is to lead you in the direction of those fish. And today we're going to be looking at Solomon chapter 3, where the main point of this chapter is just overall guidance in life. And looking at this, how Solomon's wise words to his son through the inspiration of the Lord God, even today, can guide us in our walks. So I challenge y'all to look at chapter 3 with me today, and we will break it down. Before we get started, I would like to pray for us. Dear Heavenly Father God, I pray that you just help us to all bend our ear to your word, dear God. Be attentive to the words that you have shared through Solomon to us through this written Bible, dear God. God, I pray and thank you for your inspired words that we have here today. And I pray that you help us just use the guidance that you give us every day. In your holy name I pray. Amen. So like I said, we're going to be in Proverbs chapter 3 today, so please join me. If you have your Bible open or you have your Bible app pulled up, join me in Proverbs 3. What we're going to do, as always, when we are looking at a text, we're going to read through the entirety of our text, and from there, break it down a little bit. So if you're there with me, we will begin in Proverbs 3, verse 1. Proverbs 3 verse 1 says, My son, do not forget my law, but let your heart keep my commands. For length of days and long life and peace they will add to you. Let not mercy and truth forsake you. Bind them around your neck, write them on the tablet of your heart. And so find favor and high esteem in the sight of God and man. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge Him, and He shall direct your paths. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. It will be health to your flesh and strength to your bones. Honor the Lord with your possessions and with your firstfruits of all your increase, so your barns will be filled with plenty and your vats will overflow with new wine. My son, do not despise the chastening of the Lord, nor detest his correction. For whom the Lord loves, he corrects, just as a father the son in whom he delights. Happy is the man who finds wisdom, and the man who gains understanding. For her proceeds are better than the profits of silver, and her gain than fine gold. She is more precious than rubies, and all the things that... Excuse me. and all the things you may desire cannot compare with her. Length of days is in her right hand, and in her left hand riches and honor. Her ways are ways of pleasantness, and her paths are peace. She is a tree of life to those who take hold of her, and happy are all who retain her. The Lord by wisdom founded the earth, by understanding he established the heavens. By his knowledge the depths were broken up. And clouds drop down the dew. My son, let them not depart from your eyes. Keep sound wisdom and discretion, for they will be life to your soul, and grace to your neck. Then you will walk safely in your way, and your foot will not stumble. When you lie down, you will not be afraid. Yes, you will lie down, and your sleep will be sweet. Do not be afraid of sudden terror nor of the trouble from the wicked when it comes, for the Lord will be your conscience or excuse me, your confidence, and will keep your foot from being caught. Do not withhold good from those who, to whom it is due. When it is in the power of your hand to do so, do not let it do not say to your neighbor, go and come back, and tomorrow I will give it, when you have it with you. Do not devise evil against your neighbor, for he dwells by you for safety's sake. Do not strive with a man without cause, if he has done you no harm. Do not envy the oppressor and choose none of his ways, for the perverse person is an abomination to the Lord, but his secret counsel is with the upright. The curse of the Lord is on the house of the wicked, but he blesses the home of the just. Surely he scorns the scornful, but gives grace to the humble. The wise shall inherit glory, but shame will be the legacy of fools. When we look at this, we see a very similar beginning, opening statement to what we saw last week in our study of chapter 2. We see in chapter 2, two, excuse me, chapter two how Solomon begins by saying, My son, if you receive my words and treasure my commands within you, so that you incline your ear to wisdom and apply your heart to understanding. We see in verse ch- verse 1 of chapter 3, My son, do not forget my law, but let your heart keep my commands. We see a very similar statement here. And we're going to see this oftentimes more over and over again in this book of Proverbs as Solomon repeating a similar theme. Now, as basic knowledge will lend itself to us, typically when we are reading through something and we see repetition, that signifies a moment where we need to really kind of hone in and pay attention to what the text is saying. Pay attention here to how Solomon is calling us okay, pay attention and keep this wisdom with you, keep this with you. Keep this with you. This repetition of Solomon saying these words through this text is showing us just the importance of keeping godly wisdom with us. This time of year is a very pivotal time of year in the sense that there is a lot of graduations going on, whether that is a collegiate graduation or a high school graduation. For all high school graduates and college graduates, a graduation is a very pivotal point in one's life. A graduation is a time where there's a big change coming. For those that are in high school graduating currently, it's a time when you might be going off to college. You might be going into the workplace. The world is going to come at you in a way that is going to be confusing and misunderstanding. And as we see through our text today, whether you're graduating from high school or graduating from college, there's going to be a lot of differences. There's going to be a lot of changes. And there's going to be a lot of influence from from the world coming at you. But the main thing we need to pay attention to and keep in our heads today, especially as we look at this text, and we'll find it later in our text, is to let God guide you, let his wisdom guide you, not the things of this world. We look down at verse 2 of our text, and it says, For the length of days and long life and peace they will add to you. Now, what this is saying, this is not this text promising, okay, if you keep the wisdom of the Lord, keep godly wisdom in you, it is going to make you live a longer life. That's not what this is saying. That's not promising that. But it is saying, and I'm sure everybody listening can concur this, if you use the wisdom of the Lord and use it and absorb it, apply it to your lives, if you're not out partying, drinking, using substances you shouldn't be doing, more than likely that's going to attribute you to having A longer life not partaking in these things but no man knows when his time to go is we can go in the blink of a in the blink of an eye only God knows when one's time to go is that's not what this text is saying this text is saying if you use this wisdom to steer clear of these acts more than likely Staying away from the drugs, the alcohol, the partying, whatever it may be. The bad choices. More than likely that's going to help you live a better, God-glorifying, longer life. Verse 3 continues by saying, Let not mercy and truth forsake you. Bind them around your neck, write them on the tablet of your heart. We see here this wisdom, this knowledge that comes from the study of the Word of God and the pursuit of God. If we take that and don't forsake it, bind it around our neck, write it on the tablet of our heart, make it a part of us, that's what we're called to do. We're not called to read the Word of God and just set it down and say, Oh, well, I read my Word for the day. I know the Bible app will often send us that verse of the day. We can't just read the verse of the day and say, oh, I have my quiet time. We're called to read the word, absorb it, make it a part of us. As Christians, we can't just go through our life as a Christian and, oh, well, I wrote my one verse for the day. I'm good. No. We're called to read and study the Word of God, pursue God, as we discussed last week. Continuing through our text, we're going to find ourselves in verse 5 and 6. Verse 5 and 6 is, if you are familiar with musical terms at all, it's the crescendo. It's the main point of emphasis of our text. Verse 5 and 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. And lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him, and and he shall direct your paths. Like I was saying, for all the graduates and everybody that may be listening to this, we're called to trust in the Lord with all our hearts. And lean not on your own understanding. If anybody is going through a pivotal point in their life, we're called not to rely on ourselves for big decisions. We're called to seek the face of God when we have those hard decisions. When life is throwing all these confusing things at us, seek the Lord and lean on Him. He's the one that's an all-knowing, all-powerful, all-glorious God. Seek his face for wisdom in those times. And in all your ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your paths. For those of y'all that are like me when I graduated high school and I really didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. I didn't know where God was calling me at that point. I went through a season of floundering where I was trying to do whatever I wanted to do to make money and make myself happy. Instead of pursuing God and seeking Him and acknowledging Him to let Him direct my path. In all your ways acknowledge Him and He shall direct your path. is what verse 6 says. When times get difficult, when the world is throwing all this confusion at you, seek him and acknowledge him and lean on him to direct your paths. And as we continue through our text, do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. It will be health to your flesh and strength to your bones. Honor the Lord with your possessions and first fruits of all your increase. We see here principle after principle of how we are to seek the Lord for guidance. When we look at this, we see how we need to not be wise in our own eyes. Don't have that puffed up head. I remember and recollect, I'm sure a bunch of people have will remember this, the uh, Airheads commercial, the candy I vividly remember as a child watching the Airheads commercial where they were playing volleyball and one person would eat an Airhead and they became the ball because their head blew up. Do not be wise in our own eyes. Be humble and fear the Lord and depart from evil. And again we see another similar statement to what we saw in verse 2. It will be health to your flesh and strength to your bones. We're called to step away from the things of this world as Christians. We're called to reflect the light of Christ onto this world. Step away from those people that may be pulling you closer to the world. Step away from that hobby, those sins that may be pulling you closer to the world. And fully lean on God. Honor the Lord with your possessions. And your first fruits. Honor the Lord with what you have. You know I think of this and I read this text. And I see how today no matter what you have. If you have a skill. God has given you that skill. Use it to glorify God no matter what it is. Use what God has given you, your money, your skills, whatever it may be, to glorify God. Honor God with your possessions. Walking through this text some more, we see, My son, do not despise the chastening of the Lord, nor detest his correction. For whom the Lord loves, he corrects just as a father, the son, in whom he delights. I'm sure everybody here can recollect to how growing up, it never felt good to get a whooping or a getting on to. But you grow from it. We see here it's the same process. As a Christian, when we sin, when we feel conviction of the Holy Spirit, that's God showing us and teaching us how we need to pull away from those sins like we talked about earlier. It's God trying to shape us to be more like His Son. Make us pursue Him more. And we're called to not hate it, not despise it when God kind of calls us out in our sin. But take it as an experience and learn from it. Walk away and turn from those sins. Pursue God. We see again in this next section of our text how we are kind of reintroduced into our personification of wisdom, character, lady wisdom. We are called to pursue this wisdom. When we look through chapter 3 together, like we have been, we see little bits and pieces all the way through it of how we need to seek God for guidance, not the things of this world. I'm keeping it short and sweet this week, and my challenge for everybody is to seek God God. in your life. Seek him for guidance when those things get difficult. Seek him for guidance when you're confused. Don't run to this world for your answers. Run to the Lord and his word. Seek godly counsel. For anybody that may be listening to this that does not know the Lord... God sent his one and only son to die on the cross for your sins so that you may have a personal relationship with God. This world can be confusing. This world can tell you you need more money, more power, more social influence to be happy. But I'm here to tell you and I'm proof that what this world has all wrong and confusing What you need is God. You need a personal relationship with God. There will be no greater peace than through a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. For anybody that needs to hear that, for anybody that needs to know more about God and a personal relationship with Him, please don't be afraid to reach out. For everybody listening that may be seeking some guidance, don't turn to the world but turn to God for his guidance. Thank you all for listening in this week. God, thank you for all you've done, God. And I pray that you just help us turn our hearts and our ears to listening to you and seeking you and your guidance, not the things of this world. Help us seek your face in all we do and your guidance. Protect us this week, O Lord. And help us all just be intentional in pursuing you and your things in your whole him. I pray. Amen. Thank you all for listening in this week. And I pray that if anybody here is seeking guidance in anything and you need help, you need somebody to talk to. Don't be afraid to reach out. You can contact me at carsonhall.mbc@gmail.com. at gmail.com. I would love to talk to you about anything you need to talk about. Whether that be a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Your personal walk with God. Anything you need some guidance on. I may not have the answers, but God does. I'd love to have a conversation with you. I hope you all have a good week. And don't forget... When times get hard and times get confusing, seek God for His guidance and not the things of this world. God bless.